Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. And here's the queen herself, registered dietitian Heather Klug. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. I'm Heather Klug, registered dietitian with the Karen Yantz Women's Cardiac Awareness Center. With me today is Bethany DeBrew Adams. Hello, Bethany. Hello, Heather. You are awfully chipper and perky today. I am. So, Bethany, are you excited for spring and the warmer weather that comes with it? No. No, I'm just kidding. I totally am. (laughs) I am so done with winter and snow. We had so much snow here and gray and bleh. I want it to be warm and sunny and flowers and all of that other good stuff that comes with spring. What about you? Yeah, I am very excited for spring. I am more of a fan of warmer weather. I Mm -hmm. prefer that. And my dogs are looking forward to it as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I just love this time of year in Wisconsin. The grass turns like a vibrant green again, and the flowers start to bloom. Mm -hmm. I kind of love that, kind of seeing things come back to life. I also love that I can mix things up a bit with my exercise routine and be outside and do the activities that come with that. I like to walk and hike and bike and go rollerblading. Well, it's funny you should mention that because that all coincides nicely with today's topic. We're going to be discussing National Walking Day, what it is, and how it can really jumpstart our physical activity this spring. That's right. I think we could all use a good jumpstart, right? Oh my gosh, yes. Especially (laughs) here in the northern latitudes like Wisconsin. Many of us have been cooped up inside all winter. Or maybe you're nervous about going places because of COVID-19. Right. Right? I feel like I don't even go shopping as much these days. Like like fun shopping. Right. Like (laughs) Not grocery shopping. Not going to the store and coming home right away. Yeah. And I mean, even not doing the fun shopping, that means fewer steps in general. Right. You know, I... I I totally feel like I need a boost too. So how about we step into National (laughs) Walking Day, right? Nice, nice. So before you mentioned this, Heather, we'd done like a little thing on our Facebook page last year for National Walking Day, but it's not one of those really well-known events. Right. So can you talk a little bit about it and when it started, who started it? Yeah, absolutely. So National Walking Day started 14 years ago. Okay. In 2007. It's kind of young. It was started by the American Heart Association. They designated the first Wednesday in April as National Walking Day. So this year it's April 7th. Okay. And it's a day to encourage everyone to live a healthy lifestyle by walking or moving more. Sure. The goal is to walk 30 minutes on that day, and then it's to jumpstart you to continue exercising. Sure. Now, April, by the way, is also National Move More Month. Okay. Now, while we've been discussing getting outside to walk during warmer weather, at the end of this podcast, we'll mention some ways to fit in walking indoors as well. Yes, because if you live anywhere like Wisconsin, spring is very inconsistent. Yes. (laughs) Weather-wise. That is true. So it makes sense that the American Heart Association would initiate this campaign, obviously. You know, walking, physical activity, we've talked about this over and over and over again. It's so good for your heart. It's so important for your heart. And we need it, too, because I feel like this year, so many of us did just a lot of sitting around. 
But even in other years, the percentage of Americans exercising regularly is like dismally low, correct? That is sadly correct. (laughs) The statistics I've seen show that only about 25% of American adults are getting the recommended amount of physical activity each week, which is 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise. Now, exercise, or if you want to call it physical activity, movement, whatever your term is that you like, has really been diminishing over the past several decades. Oh, yeah. You know, people used to have more physically active jobs or even at their job. Mm -hmm. You know, if it was a paper pusher kind of job, you were getting up and walking around more. You weren't really chained to your desk. And now it's just, we just engage in so much sitting Throughout the day. Oh, that's right. Now, I love some of those sedentary activities. (laughs) Yes, you do. Most of you know I love to watch TV and I love movies, but it's more about finding a good balance between the two. Because movement has been really kind of engineered out of our lifestyle for the most part, we Mm -hmm. need to purposefully make time for it. Looking back at studies from the 1940s and 1950s, Americans are burning about 600 to 800 fewer calories per day now due to less movement. You know, it sounds like a lot, but really, if you stop and think about it, like I think about my grandma, you know, when I was younger and she actually had a ringer, you know, she had a ringer washer (laughs) until shamelessly long I think she liked doing a lot of that really active stuff okay and like just doing your laundry involved it was more than schlepping your laundry down to the basement you had to run it through the machine and ring it through the machine yeah. and so you were actually doing all of this stuff yeah. you were walking more places yeah so it adds up right you know yeah and that really leads to a concept called neat Ooh, NEAT. It's an acronym, Is it a NEAT acronym? It is a NEAT acronym. (laughs) So NEAT stands for Non-Exercise Activity Thermogenesis. This is basically all the movement we do outside of structured exercise. Okay, so that's like walking from my car to the office, or if I decide to hang the laundry on the line, it's bending over and picking it up and hanging it on the line and doing all of that, right? You got it, Bethany. Very good. And we are doing much less of these things compared to many decades ago. Many of these day-to-day activities that people used to normally do added up to several hundred calories a day. Right. This is why it's even more important to make sure we're getting in movement any way we can. Oh, I totally totally agree. I can see where this would make a big difference in, like you said, helping to manage weight. But besides Mm -hmm. weight management, there's a lot of other benefits to walking regularly. And we've discussed these in past episodes. But just for a little quick refresher, I'm going to go through a few of them. Improved circulation. It helps blood vessels dilate, which lowers blood pressure. It helps lower that lousy or LDL cholesterol and increases healthy or HDL cholesterol. It lowers triglycerides and it helps stabilize blood glucose levels. And all of those help reduce the risk for heart disease. But in addition to that, it improves bone density, which is especially good for postmenopausal women out there. It helps manage stress and it helps keep your mental health good and in check. Mm-hmm. It promotes healthy sleep, which all of us need. Yes. And it may reduce the risk for some cancers, and specifically breast cancer. Yeah. In fact, we did a podcast on that last 
October, yeah. Towards the end of October on the shared risk factors between heart disease and breast cancer. And I know exercise was in there. It was something that was good (laughs) for reducing risk for both. Now, besides walking or physical activity being so good for our heart and our body and our mind, like you were mentioning, the other good news is that we don't need a ton of it to see the benefits that you just mentioned. Right. So how much do we actually need? I think I know, but just for everybody else out there. Yeah, we've all heard 30 minutes per day, right? Mm -hmm. Try to get that amount in, even if you need to break it down into two or three smaller sessions. Okay. I've seen in some studies that even 15 minutes a day is helpful. Oh, okay. Some is better than none. Right. That's that's really what you want to remember. We want to stress that. And also for anyone out there who hasn't been exercising regularly, it's always a good idea to start small and then build. Isn't that right? Oh, correct. People who are the most successful of making exercise a regular part of their day actually do two things. One, they start out small and gradually increase by following the FIT principles. FIT's another acronym. It stands for Frequency, Intensity, and Time. Okay. So usually, you know, maybe you start out with walking one or two days a week, and then you gradually increase it to three, and then maybe to four or so on. You could go that route with it. Sure. I've seen some people start with just walking one block. Right. And the next day, two blocks. The next day, three blocks. Yeah. Then four and five. And pretty soon over a month, you're walking what? Like a couple of miles. All, yeah. Almost. I don't know how many that is. I'm trying to do the quick math. <laughs> <laughs> That's about a mile and a half, maybe. Sure. Right? So if you do it kind of gradually, you're going to get your body used to doing a little bit more and there's less likely the chance that you're going to get injured. Right. Right. Okay. Number two, people who exercise regularly, they schedule it into their life. Yeah. It does not just magically happen, people. No matter how we wish for it to magically happen, it doesn't happen that way. We can't add hours to the day, right? Yeah. But we got to just make it a priority and schedule it in there. Right. And if you're waiting for the perfect time to start an exercise routine, I mean, it's like anything in life. You're going to be waiting forever. There is no perfect time. Obviously, if you have a broken foot... That may get you a little leeway. Oh, yeah, that's a different story if you're injured. <laughs> but otherwise, you know, life seems to find a way to interfere, so it's better to just do it. Oh, that's so get true. Get it going. <laughs> so true. But I, I hear people say that all the time. Well, in a couple months, you know, I'll have more time, or I'll do that when the kids leave the house, or mm-hmm. whatever the reasonings may be, right? Yeah. Instead, sit down and strategize when, where, and how long you're going to exercise. Now, the next point is really important. If you don't have 30 minutes, walk for however much time you have. Right. Got 20 minutes? Do 20 minutes. If you only have 10 minutes, do 10 minutes. Yeah. Again, some movement is better than none at all. It's far more important to be physically active regularly, even if it's in smaller amounts. Sure. And, you know, I mean, we've all been there. We've all done that thing where we talk ourselves out of exercising. Oh, yeah. I'm too tired. I need to do this or that or the other thing. My thing is, oh, I missed Monday and I missed Tuesday and now it's Wednesday. And so, you know, I'm just going to wait and start fresh on Monday. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, and then suddenly you're like, oh, I'm not ready this Monday. And then it becomes a whole oh, thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, you know, it just, you can put it off forever if you right? really want to. Right. 
I mean, I've done some of that myself in the past, too. Now I try to catch myself when I'm saying excuses to get Mm -hmm. out of exercising. I don't know about you, Bethany, but now that I'm in my mid-40s, I find that exercise is also helpful for my joints. Oh, yeah. If I don't exercise regularly, my joints feel achy and I'm less flexible. I just feel sore. Yeah. And I also find I need exercise even more so to manage stress. (laughs) Right? I, I try to look at exercise as my me time. I need that release of endorphins that exercise provides. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with you on both of those points. You know, I, I've i had a lot of joint issues throughout my whole life. I've had to deal with knee problems and ankle issues. And I know that if I don't walk, and it's very rare that I don't because I have a dog, so mm-hmm. I have to. Yeah. But if it's been several days, if I'm sick or whatever and I can't walk, you feel it. You know, your whole body feels different and it it stinks. Like you don't want to have to feel that way. Yeah, what's that phrase? Oh, motion motion is lotion. lotion. Yes, Yes. we have a former coworker who used to tell us that all the time. And it just, the more you move those joints, the better they're going to feel. The less of that achy, unpleasant pain that you might feel. It seems like the opposite. You'd think your joints would want to rest it. But but when you exercise, your joints actually release synovial fluid and Mm -hmm. it lubricates your joints. It makes them move better. Exactly. Feel better. Exactly. So what are some tips, Heather, that you use to keep you walking regularly? Right. Because it's one thing to start walking. The goal is that you continue walking. Exactly. Yes. And I know that can sometimes be the more challenging thing. So here are some tips that I find to be very helpful to keep walking regularly. So again, we talked about scheduling your walks. Maybe even mark it in a calendar. There's lots of different online calendars. Get that little ding. Ding. And it reminds you to do it. Like I use the cozy calendar and it's a little reminder. Another option is to switch up where you walk for a little change in scenery. Mm -hmm. I have certain routes that I do in my neighborhood with the dogs, but every so often I'm like, you know, I'm kind of bored. I don't want to do that walk today. (laughs) I'll walk this way instead. So I'll go a completely different direction. Maybe I'll even head out to a park or something that's close by. You could also consider looking up hiking trails uh, where you live. So a few online that are good to check out, alltrails.com, traillink.com. Dot com and travelwisconsin.com. And we'll put these in our show in our notes, show notes for right, sure. Bethany? Yeah. Um, another option is to alternate the intensity throughout your walk. So you do your normal warm up, get those muscles nice and warm, and then pick an object in the distance, a mailbox, a tree, whatever, and then you walk really fast to that object. And yeah. then when you get there, you go back to your normal fast pace, pick another object after about a minute. Speed walk. Yeah, well, yeah, it's almost like you're speed walking, but for shorter amounts of time. Right. And this really makes the walk go by a little bit faster. Adds a little fun to it, too. Another option is to use apps to track speed or distance. Some people like that kind of a thing, right? Sure. They like data. My husband's one of those people. So <laughs> a few options to use. There's a lot of apps here. And again, we'll put these in the show notes, but Apple Health, Google Fit, Map My Walk is one I've used quite a bit. Footpath is another one. Charity Miles, that's another one I've used a lot. That's a good one. I like that one because every time you walk, money is being donated basically in your name. And it's not your money. It's coming from other companies. Right. But it gets donated, I think it's like 25 cents a mile or something Mm -hmm. like that. To the cause of your choosing. Yeah, so you get to pick which charity you want this money to get donated to. So that's kind of cool. Another one is called Steps App. 
And on this one, not only does it track steps, if anybody's in a wheelchair and it's mm-hmm. a manual wheelchair, it's going to count even the arm pushes that you do. Oh, that's do. awesome. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Because that's a lot of work too. It that is. is not to be discounted. Yes. <laughs> and then a few other ones, walk meter, pacer. And then the last one I'm going to mention is called World Walking. So this one's kind of cool if you're kind of the adventurous type Mm -hmm. um, or if you just want a goal to kind of motivate you, you can pick a destination online. You could do it yourself. You could do it with a spouse or a friend or a group of people. You can even raise money through this if you want to. But you pick a path to walk. So you could walk across the United States if you want, like New York to San Francisco. You could walk from Paris to Mount Everest if you wanted too that'd be quite the walk yeah it would be but it, I mean again it gives you sort of a goal there's all sorts of different paths in there or you can create your own in there which is really kind of neat and then for each of like the little mini destinations you go to on your walk mm-hmm. it'll give you some info about those places too so oh, if cool. you like kind of learning more about other places that might be a fun one okay nice. some other options uh walking to a destination like Dairy Queen no not Dairy Queen <laughs> Bethany <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Preferably not to somewhere where you're getting food. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Another option, we've all heard this one, but walk with a buddy. So that could be a spouse, a friend. We mentioned the dog, walking the dog. Yes. That's my own personal tip. Get a dog. If you have means and you can take care of a dog. I'm not saying that lightly Mm because there's a lot of responsibility involved. But if you need a personal trainer, Mm -hmm. a dog is the best personal trainer. Because come rain, shine, sleet, snow, whatever, they need that exercise every day or they will destroy your house. And so (laughs) you will get out there regardless. They're a great thing to have, I got to say. Yes, yes. Another option is, for those that like to look nice when they exercise, you can buy new workout clothes or shoes. Might get you kind of motivated to get out there. Right, or you could set them as a goal. You could. You could do that too. I'll walk every day this week, and if I do, I can buy myself a new set of walking shoes. I like that. That leads into my next option. I know some people that put a dollar in the jar every time they go for their walk for the day, Mm -hmm. and then at the end of the month, you reward yourself with something, right? You may have 20 or $30 sitting there. Again, do not use it to buy food. (laughs) She looked at me as my (laughs) lips were starting to form. Dairy Queen? (laughs) I knew where you were going to go with that. So my next tip is listening to podcasts or music. That's one I do a lot. Perfect time to listen to the Queen of Hearts podcast. Shameless plug. (laughs) There you go. You can learn something and have a little fun and get some exercise all at the same time. There you go. And then the last thing I'll mention is at the beginning of the workout. So let's say you're thinking about going outside to walk. Mm -hmm. Remind yourself how good you feel when you're done. Don't think of how you feel at the beginning. Right. Because that may talk you out of it. (laughs) I'm tired. I got this and this to do. I don't really want to do this. It's cold. Again, here's where we can bring in excuses. Think, no, when I'm done, I'm going to feel really good. And if it helps, whip out your phone's camera and just take a short little video of yourself telling yourself how good you felt when you were done with that. Because sometimes that helps. So if you can't call it back from memory, you can look at yourself and go, okay, Ah. it really was worth it that day. I hadn't thought of that. Okay. So you alluded to this at the beginning of the podcast, Mm -hmm. and I want to keep you honest. Okay. So for those of us who live in areas like Wisconsin, where, again, spring 
can sometimes be spring and sometimes winter and sometimes summer (laughs) um, where, you know, it might be cold or rainy or whatever and not safe to walk outside. What are some ideas for keeping these walking programs going if you have to say stay inside? Yeah, I have three options. One, you could go to a mall or a large store to walk around. Okay. So that'd be good if you have one of those near you. Number two, check your community to see if they have walking times or walking paths at schools. Or maybe there's even a community center with a walking path. Okay. Okay. Three, use YouTube. There's, YouTube is good for this. There are so many walking videos on YouTube. So I'm going to share a few of them with you. Probably the most popular ones are from Leslie Sansoni. I don't know if I'm saying her last name correctly. Again, we'll put that in the show notes. But she has these walk-at-home videos. There's lots of free ones on YouTube. But if you want something more structured, you can pay of course. her company to <laughs> do that for you. And they have oh. a website or an app. And they come up with a monthly calendar of workouts. It's $4.99 a month. Or okay. you can pay just shy of $50 a year for a whole year okay. to have that. Done. Plus, you have access to hundreds of other workouts there as well through the website or the app. The second one is called Up to the Beat Fit. And I like this one because the instructor, she's from England, so she's got a cool English accent, which I find kind of fun. Nice. And she started out one of her videos with a Prince song. Oh, that'll get you moving. I'm like, I'm in. (laughs) This sounds pretty cool. All right. Third one, um, because I like 80s Power Rock. Just a little. There's one called Walking Workout 80s Power Rock (laughs) by Brand Fitness. Okay. I mean, it started out with Rock You Like a Hurricane. Come on. That is Heather's jam. That is right right up her alley. I blast that in my car. (laughs) All right. And then the last one, if you'd like a man to look at while you exercise, Uh. how about get fit with Rick? Ooh, is is Rick nice to look at? He's kind of nice to look at, yeah. And a lot of his walking videos, there's like a nice background to it. He's somewhere where it's beautiful and sunny. And what I like about his is he's got like a little bubble. It's called like next steps and he'll show you what's coming up next. Oh, So if you okay. really need to in your mind, prepare so for he's, it. So he's floating in the bubble <laughs> yeah. in addition to being in the beautiful place. Yeah, it's plane. like up in the upper left corner. Very but, nice. Yeah. Well, those sound like some excellent options to get a walking program going and to keep it going regardless of where you are and what the weather is. That's right. I hope we gave all of you some motivation to get into a regular walking routine Mm -hmm. starting with National Walking Day again on April 7th. If you're already walking, keep it up. Yeah. If you're following us on YouTube, let us know in the chat box if there's a favorite place you like to walk, a favorite walking app you use, or a favorite YouTube walking video you like. Please also remember to subscribe to the Karen Yant Center YouTube channel if you haven't done so already, so you don't miss any of our heart-healthy content. Thank you for listening, everyone, and as we always say, be the ruler of your own heart. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Queen of Hearts podcast. Our podcast is recorded here at Nantes Women's Cardiac Awareness Center inside Aurora St. Luke's Medical Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. For more heart-healthy tips, recipes, and more, visit our website at www.karenyantcenter.org. Like us on Facebook at Center and follow us on t- If you like what you hear, see our show and be sure to tell us. Until next time, be ruler of your own heart.